Hi guys, this is Janelle. Um, I just want to give everyone a heads up who might be listening. There's some content in my poems that may be hard to hear. I talk about a lot of things to do with mental health and surviving abuse. And more so than that, I talk about hope. If you find it hard to hear this content, please reach out to your friends, your family. The crisis text line is available 24 hours a day and you can reach them by texting 741741. Thanks, guys. This is the Halloween Poets Podcast, the podcast where we delve into the stories behind poems on spoken word artist albums. I'm your host, Josh Mozug. We're here with Janelle Marie, and we're talking about her album, Valley Is Not Your Home. This is season three, episode nine. We're talking about the poem Shock Trauma, and we'll be ending the episode on this poem. Janelle, so when I listen to this one, uh, to me it's really a, a poem, I guess, of redemption of specific things in your life that used to be triggers that are now indicators of the healing you've experienced. I was, I'm not sure if that's like a fair way to describe it. Um, but... It is. It's just funny you say that because I have a post-it note on this poem um, and all it says is redemption. So yeah. I mean, I, I just want to share, I, I think maybe in similar ways, uh, I had had kind of like markers, um, like places and just like um, things that I'd see that had once been markers to me of like just deep pain um, and darkness that uh, <laughs> after really going through a process of healing, um, I saw those same things and I was like, oh, there's so much joy. Um, not in the thing, but like just to see what, you know, how God had turned it. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to hear some more of that about this poem. Yeah. Okay. So this poem is about PTSD specifically. And, um, it's not something that is like rampant in my life. Um, but there was a, a time in my life where, you know, certain parts of it, you know, were, and, um, the poem is really about how, once again, it's not like a before and after picture. I'm not like, Oh, then I had it. And like, now I never struggle with those things, mm -hmm. but it's just about like a natural, like healing process. And it's not this linear thing and it's not <laughs> quick recovery, but, um, it's still important to talk about how, like, yes, like things do get better, but like, I still struggle in certain aspects, but like overall, like I see God working in my life constantly. I see myself healing constantly. And even as I collect more bumps and bruises, like my older wounds continue to heal. And, um, even if I revisit them, um, it's still like, there's still healing in my life. Um, so in the poem, I talk about a couple of things that like still, um, I still find, you know, trigger me in, in some extent. There's nothing really that would bring me back to um, a crisis level, but there's still things that just like give me like a deep sense of like uneasiness mm -hmm. and that like can give me anxiety. But um, I've, like I said, I found so much healing um, in my life that um, I've, I've come really far and I've gotten to reclaim so much. Um, I had this real, um, I really struggled with um, holding hands with people and, um, I have always like struggled with that since I was a child now. Um, and I find that now, um, it's something that like people in my life that I'm close to know about me. Um, but, but now in my life, I find that I say in the poem, like when my friends are hurting and I don't have anything to say, I find that like, I, I reach out and I hold their hand and that's something that's that sick. like, yeah. And I'm just like, I am so in that moment with them. Like I no longer feel that like pair, like that, you know, really unexplainable anxiety that I felt 
about it, you know, years previously. And yeah. it's still something that I'm working through. It's not something that's like completely gone. Um, but I find like, it, it still amazes me. I don't realize until after the fact, or sometimes the friend is just like, are you sure? Like you want to hold my hand? It amazes me that I do that. Um, my, um, I say in the poem, my dad's name is Chris. And I always, obviously, like I always, when I heard that name, I, I thought of him. And um, that brought me a lot of like, uh, like discomfort. And um, now I think of, you know, I have a cousin named Christine and her, like our family calls her Chris um, sometimes. And I think of her and I think of um, all the Marvel superhero actors with the name Chris. <laughs> and I think of Chris Bernstorff, who's like one of my closest friends. And, you know, I think of all these things that bring me joy um, when I hear that name and I find like, I really, I don't, I don't even think of him when I hear that name. Wow. And um, I can't believe that. Like, obviously, like I've always, um, you know, to think that for, I don't know, 20 years that <laughs> for my whole, you know, 20 years, I always thought of him with that name, you know, just naturally your parents name you know, automatically brings up a, you know, image in your head. And now it's just like, he's like, I don't know, the 10th person I think of. I'm just like, it's such a test, like a testament to my healing. And, um, my friend Dan has the same birthday and I, it gets so late in the day before I even remember that it's my dad's birthday. Mm. Um, because it's just, I spend the whole day just like being so joyful and just like celebrating that, like one of my best friends was born that day and I'm so happy he's alive and that he's my friend. And so, um, I just talk about like a couple things that I've, you know, I've reclaimed for myself and about how, um, I've, um, there's just, yeah, it's exactly what you're saying. It's, it's, it's about redemption, you know, and about how like a realistic, um, conversation about, um, trauma and PTSD and painful memories. And, um, um, so there's still things like the poem acknowledges, like I said, you gotta be I gotta be honest with people when I'm talking about this, you know, I can't bear to sit there and be like, oh, I see you're really struggling with the same things that I did, but like, I don't struggle with those at all anymore. But like, I have to acknowledge that like, oh, I do struggle with some other stuff still. Like, yeah. I gotta be real with people because I mean, I hated that when I was struggling, when, when people talked to me in that way, or when I felt like healing was only in that way. Um, and then I was still struggling. I was just like, okay, cool. I can do this. I can do A, but I still can't do B. Like yeah. I must not be be strong. I must not be doing a good job. I'm not, you know, and I just felt defeated. So I think it's important to be honest with people that, you know, yeah, like time does heal. And, um, but yeah, life is still so hard. Really this poem, um, I talk about it in the end, I say all of, all of this in general shows a story of survival and it shows how much pain one can endure and still have victory. Um, I think overall, yeah, the poem is about redemption and victory. Well, thanks, Janelle. Um, yeah, that's a, just really cool stuff. Um, yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, so uh, we'll end this episode with uh, with that poem, Shock Trauma. Uh, we'll be back next time with um, episode 10 um, with track 21 from the album called It's a Shame. Um, again, if you want to check out Janelle's stuff, janellemarie.bandcamp.com. Double L's on the Janelle, double E's on the Marie. I think... I'm over it. I think it's in the past. I shut the door behind me, but trauma creeps in closer when I'm not expecting it. It begins pounding on the doors, tearing at the seams, trying to rip its way out of me. I hear it when my brakes squeak. I react 
unexpectedly, unsettled. There's something about that sound. The clock turns back and I see myself as a child hiding in the bathroom from daddy, forgetting that the door creaks, forgetting to lock it behind me. I feel it when someone reaches out to hold my hand. My hands are the most sensitive part of my body. I want to cut them off at the wrist. I can't stand the feeling of being held sometimes. Even if it's only our palms touching when our fingers grasp tight to one another, too often I am suffocating. Trauma leaves me fragile. So I hang a sign around my neck that says, please, please don't touch the glass. I hear it in the word relaxed, always in my father's voice, not when we're talking about vacations or a nap, but when someone is patronizing me, trivializing my concerns, my anxiety, my intuition, telling me that something isn't right, something needs to change, this is not okay. I smell the orange peels my student has laid out in front of him at the lunch table. The soap my father used came in an orange bottle. He smelled like citrus every day. I step away, I gather myself in the staff bathroom, but as I open the door, I hear it creak. Time is healing me. God gives me more every day, and I'm learning to start saying thank you. I don't think of my father on his birthday anymore. Thank you. One of the most important people in my life was born on the same day. Daniel would never cut me open and demand that I stop bleeding. Thank you. When I hear the name Chris, I think of my cousin, I think of celebrities, I think of one of my best friends. He would never plant a seed of doubt in my mind of God's love for me and leave me overgrown and withering. I don't see my father's face at the sound of that name anymore. Thank you. I've started sleeping through the quiet. I don't need the music as often to drown out my fears of tomorrow. Thank you. The silence isn't as frightening as it used to be. The nightmares are retreating. They have packed their belongings and are getting out of town. Thank you. I've started to reach out for my loved one's hands when they are hurting. When there's nothing more to say, I reach out for them. I hold them close, even if for now it's only with my hands. I think that says more than anything. Thank you. Time is helping me to take control of the damaged trauma left behind in its wake. Time is teaching me how to put a muzzle on its mouth, restrain it, master it, keep its teeth far away from my throat. Time is molding it into something more comforting. It takes the fragile sign around my neck and turns it into one for me to hold at the airport. For when people who hurt from the same kind of pain as I do arrive in the valley, it reads, I am here for you. You are not alone in this. I will help you carry your luggage, but we will be leaving this place soon. Time is helping me to use the scars that trauma left throughout my body. I take a picture and I hang it in a museum. It shows a story of survival. It shows how much pain one can endure and still, still have victory. How you can bury someone six feet under anguish and shame and watch as they claw their way out from underneath all those layers of earth and defeat. Grow, grow into a pine tree. Bring joy to the holidays. Keep a family warm when it is snowing. Or maybe become a book of poetry. <laughs>